This is Deep Dive. I'm Sui. The former leader of the Chinese Kuomintang Party, Ma Ying-jeou, has concluded his first ever tour to the Chinese mainland. Over the course of 12 days, Ma and his delegation visited several cities that are important in recent Chinese history. In Hunan Province, the 72-year-old fulfilled his long-cherished wish of paying respects to his ancestors. Dear Grandpa, this is my first time ever to come to the mainland. Pay my honors. He also visited the memorial hall of the victims in Nanjing Massacre, a significant moment that left a deep impact on him. Indeed, I had quite an emotional shock. It's completely different from looking at pictures or reading a book. It was a barbaric action that's rare in human history. As a Chinese, no matter which side of the strait we stand on, we should be strong, independent, and fight back against bullying from the outside. Apart from the emotional moments, the trip also included exchange activities, which many expect to help Taiwan residents better understand the mainland. For more on mass tour, I spoke with CGTN reporter Ning Hong, who followed him in Hunan. Uh, so Ning Hong, the focal point of the visit of Ma Ying-jeou in Hunan province, and I guess for the entire trip to the mainland, is of course uh, the tomb sweeping in his ancestral hometown. What kind of ceremony uh, that Ma and his family held and who organized it? Uh, well, the ceremony is following a local tradition. The ceremony began on Saturday morning and Ma Ying-jeou along with uh, three older sisters and uh, one of his uh, younger sister. And uh, there are also other family members, and they stood in front of the grave, and after the fireworks, and, uh, and also his family offered the incense. Mind you, offered some flower, fruits, and radio oration in Hunan dialect. I'm deeply touched. As your grandchildren, we still remember your teachings. We know the importance of being strong, having self-love, being kind to others, and being hardworking. These are the most precious treasures in our lives. So the ceremony was presided also by a, a local master of ceremonies. And after it, I interviewed the master of ceremony. I am the master of ceremony, and according to our local customs, there must be certain rituals to worship ancestors, including incense, offering flowers, offering tributes, toasting, bowing, and reading the oration. And he said that Ma was choking up and also shedding tears while reading the oration. And Ma also mentioned that his long-standing wish has finally come true. I'm curious who had been maintaining his grandfather's tomb for decades, maybe some far relatives in the village. Must visit uh, pays respect at the tomb of his grandfather, Ma Lian. Well, the tomb was built in 1928, and uh, you, uh, you can see that it's uh, nearly 100 years from now. Mm -hmm. So the tomb is also located in Shuangyang village, a very small village in the Xiangtan city in Hunan province, and adjacent to uh, Xiangjiang river. According to local villagers, Malian was relatively wealthy at the time and operated some business locally, including founding a factory and helping to repair the local ferry. The, the factory site he established 
was designated as a provincial cultural relic protection site by Hunan province in 2011. Hmm. So how was his family view among the local villagers? Well, local people were quite enthusiastic about Ma's return to pay respects to his ancestors. We encountered many people who came to watch spontaneously. I believe that many people have seen or heard of him on television or radio and know who he is. But perhaps many locals are not aware that his ancestral tomb is located actually there. Mm. Therefore, many people came here out of curiosity and to see for themselves. I interviewed several local villagers and they all welcomed him and hoped that he would return more often in the future. Why is it important for Mainjiu to pay a visit to this village? I mean, this is his first ever to this place, but he was also very emotional during the trip. Well, from probably reports, we also learned that Ma's most important activity during this trip to the mainland uh, was to return to his hometown and pay respects to his ancestors. And uh, well, this was his first time returning to his hometown as well. Not only did he come alone, but with four sisters also coming with him. And during the ceremony in Hunan, Ma communicated with local people in Hunan dialect. <laughs> And he also read the oration in the dialect. Well, in, in traditionally, Chinese culture has always valued the family and respect for ancestors, which is an important factor for evaluating a person's moral character. And moreover, in Chinese culture, many people in their old age hope to return to, to their hometowns. Mm. This is kind of wish, mostly in line with Chinese culture and easily understood and accepted by common people. Mm. From what I saw online, Mind Joe was like a superstar everywhere he went. How was his trip received by the local people in Hunan? <laughs> yes, after learning about this event, many local people came to see Ma's visit, and there are really a lot of people and waiting there to see him. And many people went to visit, even to visit his grandfather's old factory site. Mm. I think for most people, they're still curious about this matter, and Ma's hometown is a very small village. Not many people knew about it before, but his return had a big impact in local. Ancestral worship is in line with Chinese values, and people can easily understand the desire of a 73-year-old man who returned to his hometown, mm. and so therefore he's welcomed. Many locals also have the family name Ma as well, and in the past, they and my angel belongs belong to the same clan, although they are different generations. Many people here have the family name Ma. We belong to the same clan. He belongs to the Ren generation. I belong to the Tsai generation. He is one generation older than me. Our people here are very enthusiastic and hope that he can often return to his hometown. On this podcast, we talk about tomb sweeping by Taiwan compatriots in the province of Fujian. I suggest our listeners who are interested in that topic, check that episode about a young woman from Taiwan uh, searching for her ancestral links on the mainland. But Ninghong, Fujian is a province just across the Taiwan Strait. And we know a large number of Taiwan compatriots, they have ancestral connections with Fujian. But this time we're talking about Hunan, an inland region. So uh, I'm curious, how convenient is it for uh, Taiwan compatriots to pay visit to the mainland, to sweep tombs, and visit ancestral homes uh, these days. I'll give you an example here. It's very convenient to return to mainland, visiting relatives, also paying respect to ancestors. And during this year's Qingming Festival, many people return to their hometowns 
to visit their relatives and mainly through Fujian province. Mm. Yeah, by taking ships and planes. And according to the Xiamen Maritime Bureau's data from April 1st to 4th, there were more than 6,000 passengers entering and leaving Xiamen, and which is nearly three times in Europe. The number of flights has also increased from twice a day to 12 times a day. Mm. And many visitors also traveled to uh, Fujian before transferring to other provinces and to visit their relatives also uh, to travel. Also, a special faster track has been opened to provide convenience for visitors from Taiwan who came to visit their relatives during the Qingming uh, festival. Could you also briefly tell us other stops of Mainzhou and the activities that drew your attention? During Mao's trip to mainland, he actually visited many places, and uh, he first went to the Zhongshan Mausoleum. It's the tomb of Chinese revolutionary pioneer Sun Yan-sen. He also visited Nanjing Massacre Memorial Hall in Nanjing, and then in Wuhan, he visited the anti-epidemic memorial ex- exhibition that had exchanged with teachers and students in Wuhan University. After that, he took a high-speed train from Wuhan to Changsha. In addition to paying respect to his ancestors in Xiangtan, he also had exchanges with teachers and students in Hunan University. While well, then, he went to Chongqing and visited the Jiang Zizhong Martyr Cemetery, uh, expressing his remembrance and admiration for heroes who fought in the anti-Japanese war. These were just the main activities. Uh, Asma's trip to mainland had many activities and also quite packed. Uh, you mentioned Nanjing, Wuhan, Chongqing. I, I noticed most of the, these cities have something to do with the history of the Kuomintang Party on the mainland. What message do you think he tried to convey here? During his visit to Chongqing, Ma visited the Chongqing Anti-Japanese War Memorial Museum, and where he said that China's resistance to Japan during World War II had made a significant contribution by fighting the main force of Japanese army in the Eastern Asia. He also stated that the Cairo Conference was very important, also uh, as the Cairo Declaration stipulated that Japan must return the territories it has stolen from China, such as Northeast China, Taiwan, and the Penghu Islands, to China. During his visit to anti-epidemic exhibition in Wuhan, Ma praised the construction of hospitals as a breakthrough and also paid a tribute to the sacrifice and dedication of medical workers. In an interview, he expressed that his admiration for good control of epidemic in early stages, which prevented from spreading, and said that this was not only a contribution to the mainland, but also to humanity as a whole. And apart from the big cities he visited, you also said uh, he brought many young people from Taiwan with his uh, trip. The trip has been live streamed in Taiwan, uh, I understand. So how do you think all this will change people's perception, uh, particularly the perception of young people from Taiwan? Yes, during his trip, uh, besides visiting his hometown and revisiting history, Ma also led a group of young people from Taiwan to visit three universities in mainland. Uh, and there, they had a face-to-face exchanges, discussing their studies, lives. This had become a highlight of the trip. Mm. Ma expressed that his hope that young people can have more contact, communication, and understanding of each other. Well, at the three universities, students had expressed their feelings. During exchange meeting at Wuhan University, Wang Yixuan, a student from Taiwan who currently studying at Wuhan University, said that it feels very intimate to meet uh, their friends from Taiwan at Wuhan University. She said that 
we asked each other many questions. As a student from Taiwan, she also hoped that to become a bridge of communication uh, between young people. Another student named Zhou Yongqin, a student from Taiwan, Jinju Tsinghua University, who accompanied us to mainland, said that students here are very enthusiastic and friendly. We feel like we have known each other for a long time with a feeling of regret for not meeting earlier. And he also expressed that his belief that although the meeting time was short, this was a new beginning for friendship between young people. At the end of the exchange at Wuhan University, Ma also said that he wanted to restore and expand exchanges, create new projects, and connect students through various means. Right. So like your introduction, people like me, frankly speaking, do not get a fuss over a misconception hyped by some Taiwan politicians because like what you said during my visit on the mainland and also from what I saw when I worked overseas, young people from both sides of the strait, they have no problem. I mean, working, studying, or even hanging out together. Of course, partly because we share the same language and share the same culture, but it is a hot topic these days. So I want your observation about this. How do young people across the strait see each other? I mean, particularly compared with like 10 years ago. Well, I think uh, we could find the answer to this question by listening to what students have said. And during the exchange at Hunan University, Li Ziyi from Hunan University said, compatriots from both sides of Taiwan Street are one family. And through exchanges, I can feel the recognition and love of Chinese culture by Taiwan students. And also Lin Yanliang, a student at Taiwan University said, the many mainland students are versatile talents who excel in their fields, and there are many things I can learn from them. Mm-hmm. So these are the words that students have said during the exchange. And while well, they also mentioned that they deeply felt the desire that students from both sides of Taiwan Street to communicate. And also uh, students from Taiwan also expressed that they would like to tell their friends in Taiwan about the experience and the feelings of this trip. As long as we communicate more often and, and open our hearts to each other, young people from both sides of Taiwan Street will surely become close friends and grow together. Since you are exposed to these things online, the information provided is one-sided. However, the mainland is not accurately depicted in the negative portrayal and hide by some media outlets in Taiwan. This type of travel helps dispel any misunderstandings propagated by certain news outlets, promoting a better mutual understanding between both sides of the straits. I am confident that people on either side, particularly young people, can collaborate and progress together. Our words and actions demonstrate a desire for interest communication and interaction. Personally, I value this type of exchange because it is a contribution to cooperation between the two sides of the Straits and the unification of our country. I believe this is of utmost importance. This is their words. And uh, apart from exchange programs uh, between universities, and Mr. Mindjo also visited several manufacturing factories. So it seems like he has a particular interest in the manufacturing sector on the mainland. How important is the economic ties between the two sides across the strait? And what message did he try to convey to 
the policymakers and also to the business world on the island about this. Yes, during his visit, Mayanju visited several major production and industrial facilities, including Yangshan Port in Shanghai, the CRC Corporation Limited in Wuhan, and also the smart car factory in Chongqing.、Uh, he also noted a rapid development of various aspects in mainland. In recent interview with Xinhua News Agency, Mayanju said, "I visited many enterprises and places." And found that mainland has developed very rapidly in all aspects. Some developments are beyond our imagination. This is very good, and there are many opportunities for cooperation between the two sides of Taiwan Strait in the future.、Mm. Taiwan students who accompanied Ma expressed similar views. Zhou Yongqin said he had some understanding of the development of mainland before, but. He was even more amazed after seeing it firsthand during the visit. The development in mainland is diverse, and he specifically mentioned the rapid popularity of new energy vehicles. He said that he will share his experience with his friends in Taiwan and hopes that they will come to mainland to see it for themselves. Right.、Uh, this is the first time for the 72-year-old to visit the mainland. In general, how did he view the significance of this trip? Uh, well, I think from Ma's trip and his words, it can be seen that this event is very important. Ma's visit to his hometown to pay respects to his ancestors can be said that to have fulfilled a lifelong wish. He traveled to Nanjing, Wuhan, Hunan, and Chongqing to revisit history, expressing that history must never be forgotten. He led the students exchanging ideas and expressing that promoting exchanges between young people on both sides of Taiwan Strait is an urgent matter. He hopes that young people can work together to build a better future. At the same time, he also expressed that he had felt the changes and developments in mainland in various fields, such as economy, culture, and society. Mind Joe's visit was extensively covered by media outlets in Taiwan. TV commentator and writer Huang Chuxian believes that this trip has refreshed the collective memory for many people in Taiwan. Ma Yingzhou 到大陆的祭祖参访之行意义是很大的 Ma Yingzhou's visit to the Chinese mainland means a lot. For many people in Taiwan, their idea of being Chinese has become very vague. For many in Taiwan, the Chinese mainland is beyond their reach. So Ma Yingzhu's first trip to the mainland, by what he saw, heard, felt, and said, has touched the collective memory as Chinese for people in Taiwan. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. If you like what you just heard, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform. Just search for Deep Dive. You can also leave comments to tell us what you want to know about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Suyi, and my colleagues Fei Fei and Zhang Zhang. Special thanks to CGTN reporter Ning Hong. I will see you in the next one.